We here at the Canadian Pyrocast love everyone and everything on Earth. But we also believe that everyone and everything should be mocked, lampooned, satired, parodied, and poked on at, because that's a quality. This program is not for children or the easily offended. We trust your judgment. Our backs are sore from sailing all day. Phyllis is worth mentioning because it's new decor in the office is shout out to uh, Phillips Electric Unicorn brand because the last two times we bought Electric Unicorn we got a free awesome towel and it is now on display in the office of Canadian Pirate Cast. It's pretty rad. Yeah. This isn't any kind of like we're not sponsored by them or anything. They make it's it, it's our favorite beer, honestly. So just like and they gave we got an f- awesome fucking towel from it. So shout out to them. Welcome to the Canadian Pirate Cast. I'm your host, Beckham Kid, captain of the oh. Canadian Pirate Cast Armada. Sitting here with quartermaster Gummy Bear and current presidential candidate for Canada. Vote y'all. <laughs> vote for <laughs> vote for Gummy Bear. Don't vote for any of the phony other phony candidates. You know we all we all know the only one candidate will give honest true take on the world, and that that foe is a two foot tall no sorry one and a half foot tall fluffy gummy bear from a, a magical factory. That's me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dropping the ball here. That's okay. I'm just surprised that you are because I just smoked three bowls in ten minutes. So like, what? Oh, okay. It's like more like fifteen. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> oh man, I think I'm actually realizing I have a problem. <laughs> Shit. So, what are we doing today, Gummy Bear? We're we're recording. <laughs> so today on the Canadian Pyrocast. <laughs> We, uh, episode 10, we are going to go into local waters and get a Fairy Creek update from Quartermaster Gummy Bear, where she will have more to say, I promise you. I actually saw the notes. I skimmed them. I looked at them, glanced at them. I'm not sure if there's notes. There are notes. <laughs> I have things to say. Just, just having, a, like, a rough start here. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I've, uh, I've, I've been, uh. I've not been that productive that week. And funny thing about this, actually, about this particular episode, too, is that I think you're definitely more prepared than me. I mentioned that I dropped the ball. I kind of had like a, I had a super melancholy week where I just did not get as much. I got a lot of stuff done, but not a lot of stuff for the podcast done. All the, I got like yeah, adult. No, it happens to both of us sometimes. Adult it's not life a big stuff. deal. Eh, just what it is. I got, I feel like I got enough and I can just like shoot from the hip the rest of the time and it'll be fine. So... I do that half the time, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's note. <laughs> yeah, that's that's we we don't judge on the Canadian Powercast. We love everybody. We also just like to mock everything. Sorry, I like to mock everything. Gummy Bear's more respectful than me. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> so. Today we are going to go into local waters to get an update on Fairy Creek, and as I've been attack on for the second part of our election special, I will be giving a quick, uh, just a quick summary of the uh, candidates that are in our riding, in, Courtney, in the Courtney Alberti riding, 
for our seat in Parliament Cabinet or whatever the fuck it's called. What's it, is that what it's called? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Parliament. I'm like I'm like ninety percent sure it's Parliament. I told you I'm not correcting you anymore. <laughs> Shit. It's going to be a corrections corner now. I have fucking homework before your school starts. <laughs> this is bullshit. So. <clears throat> more fun. It's more fun this way. Anyway, though. So going through the. Yeah, so we'll go through the seats that are up in the riding for it. And honestly, so just clarification, too. It's not really that interesting. Our district is pretty safe. According to Canada 338, the go-to Canada poll site. Although, I don't know. I don't trust polls because I don't know where they come from. So. They to me they're a mysterious entity True. like the like the economy. I've never God and Santa Claus. They're all things that we kind of believe in, but are like, uh, what are they really? Have you ever answered one of the polls? I've answered a poll one time for cigarettes. Oh. It was oh. one time, and that was it. It was like when I was living in Prince George. It was on my cell phone when I had my first apartment and everything, and it was a poll for cigarettes, and that was literally it. And I was like, I've never won the like. Okay, it happened when I was a kid before at my parents' house a couple times. But I never was able to do it because I was always under 18. Then I moved mm-hmm. out, and then it was happened once on my cell phone, and uh, yeah, so I don't know. That's why I, I don't believe in polls. I think that maybe some people get called, but it's also like, you know, how much do they mean, right? If someone If someone called me for a poll, I would think it was a scam and hang up immediately. <laughs> My favorite is when it's like Elections Canada, they call you, and so you can't hang up because then it's a federal crime. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. Well, that was like, no, I used to get called. Now we got we had to do the thing online. It was more efficient this year. But that was actually one of the things that Trudeau had done is he made that mandatory. Disclaimer. That was sarcasm. Don't fall for scams. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't fall for scams. But, like, the Elections Canada thing is real. If you don't, uh... I'm oh, sorry, shit, excuse me. <laughs> if you don't answer a poll now and they they are really important they're kind of they divert how much money goes to different cities and districts and shit like that okay do you mean census oh shit so i'm talking about the census fuck me yeah that, i was like what are you talking about oh sorry about? oh my god i'm talking about the census <laughs> fuck me okay sorry I, why did that well the census is kind of like a poll just, um, it's actually yeah like it's actually a regulated thing though that it's is different yeah yeah i trust the census because they're actually like regulated and shit and they're they're not legally allowed to give the, give the information to the government there's like 10 laws. It's not even like incriminating information. No, it's not. And it's just like it's 10. There are like 10 laws that make us they can't communicate with the government. Same with uh, Revenue Canada, too, for any anyone that wants to cheat on their taxes, which you shouldn't do. But if you want to cheat in your taxes, they don't communicate between them and the government. So you can ride that shit for a while before you get caught. <laughs> Interesting. So what else are we talking about today? So aside from that, we're also... So we're going to, uh, as a bit of a tack on for the kind of a bit of the on the coast thing, but later in the week, there'll be the prime ministerial debates in English and they, (laughs) well, (laughs) and, uh, like the French is the French is on Wednesday and these are on Thursday and they happen. Oh my God. I'm going to watch the French ones too. Oh, um, I'm not going to do that. There has to be subtitles, right? Yeah, they're, they're, well, there'll be, there'll be subtitles. There has to be, but I just don't... I don't know. I just I don't want to do it two nights in a row. That's too much to ask of me. I have too I much might. to do. I might a little bit. Just to see if... Just to compare if the okay. French one, they say different things. Oh, that's what I want to know. Okay. Oh, God damn. That's actually a good point. 
Okay, I just want to point out then how stupid do it they, is. Are they? Do they talk about different issues? Okay, I that just, would I, be interesting. That's I, why I want to compare a little bit. I actually want to bitch about this for a second here because what other country does their polls, their things in twice in two languages? These are boring politicians. Why are we forced to watch them twice to hear consistency in their issues? That's bullshit. We should speak one fucking ink language. Um. Okay, well that's silly, but. <laughs> No, it's anyway. like we're the only country that does it in two fucking languages. I don't know how many do that. We don't usually do this, do we? We always have to, we always have debates in two different languages because it's one because the French have founded the country and now they have they this is this is why high elected officials have but to speak you, be bilingual. But like separate, like not at the same time. No, they do them. They do them like a day apart. But no other country does. Why haven't I like, heard about this before? I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong. I'll, maybe I'll look into this in Corrections Corner. But like. You don't hear the U.S. doesn't have a round of debates between the candidates and then another round in Spanish or whatever the fucking second language is. It, yeah, it is. And no, they, they translate it, but they're not like it's not Donald Trump and Biden speaking. No, in no, Spanish. no. I just, you said whatever the, the second language is, and yes, it's Spanish. Oh, That's sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. For you. Sorry about that. I didn't understand. Uh, and just to take other countries too, though, like at the very most, they have translators and stuff. At the very most, they have translators and stuff, uh, but and like closed caption for in different languages. But it's doing it in two whole different languages. That's a totally Canadian thing, as far as I know. I've never heard of that so, ever in another country. We're gonna talk about the debates after we watch them. Yeah. So no. So that's what I mean, though. So well, maybe not. okay. Fine. I'll skim the French debate because you're doing it and solidarity among crewmates because that's what crewmates do. Cheers to that. Well, no pressure if you can't. Uh, I'll find a way. I'll do it while I do other shit. So, we'll be uh, doing recording a reaction to that, which will be a gong show because I have to fly. I have to take an airplane flight on Friday over the weekend, and I don't get to do any podcast work. So this will all be in gummy bear to edit the uh, that, and she'll which we will we'll give her Godspeed, <laughs> and uh, and she'll do the best of jobs because she's a good editor. She's good at editing. Uh, but sorry. So yeah, I'm flying. So we're going to be recording this Thursday night because, okay. So, cause we're the time they do in Ontario, it's actually really dumb late for them. Like doing it like nine to 11 o'clock, which would suck. Cause that's like the end of your fucking day, but we will get it obviously six to eight because we're in BC. We're three hours apart. And, uh, so we'll record that and that'll be the second part here that will, um, the second part of this episode that we'll edit in. Because uh, I feel like the me talking about our local political parliament ridings are like actual, uh, that's like local waters because they're literally the Courtney Aubrey yeah. riding. It's fucking six parties. Surprisingly, not the Green Party, which is weird. Which is weird. I thought we'd have like one person running with that shit, but that's I don't I don't care enough to look into that. It just surprised me. Uh, we'll be ending though with as usual a Captain's Kitchen with a super fucking easy recipe that you could really do with minimal stuff and minimal ingredients and minimal like uh experience with cooking i i i feel proud to say this i feel confident i've perfected the rice crispy square oh. the the recipe that they have on the box doesn't even compare to my recipe the simple Simple baking. That's a good place to start. I've taken... Well, It's. I thought it was in spirit with also, like, the... Whatever the fucking anagram was. The basics, though. The basics segment we want to do for our cooking thing now. Of just taking into account anybody that has no experience whatsoever with cooking. Um, I can't remember if I've ever made Rice Krispie squares or not. 
Like, I feel like it's it's impossible that I haven't. How's that physically possible? Classified information. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> so yeah, I've perfected the Rice Krispie Squares because I'm fucking awesome. They're, yeah, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they're good for a few days after, too, which is an important thing, too, because mm-hmm. the... So... Uh, I'll fucking get into that later. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Anything else to say, though, before we uh, transition to local waters, Gummy Bear? No. Okay. Well, I want to say, though, that whatever uh, we end up talking about next, uh, I kind of want to talk about COVID restrictions in BC, and I know we try not to talk about COVID, but that group of anti-COVID restrictions is growing in the plaza, and they're meeting regularly because I passed them again this week. So you're going to have a little local waters after my bit? I think so. I want to, because I want to look into that because that's interesting to me, because I'm like, I'm not... I mean, I'm I'm feeling weird about this COVID restrictions thing because I don't know. It feels like it's been different all over Canada, and I know it's like you can say that about a lot of places, but I haven't paid attention to it because know, it hasn't directly affected my life, except for being that more of a hermit. But I was already kind of a hermit because of fucking school, so it didn't. It just made it slightly worse, and it was then like you know what I mean. So I. But then I know other people like have lost businesses and shit like that, and like for having like restrictions on completely shutting down or having full on lockdowns like Ontario's having, which is a thing. But it's also the uh, COVID passports that kind of I don't totally agree with, or the what the vaccine passports, were the fuck it's called. I, yeah, and I, I'll, I can get into that later. And this is not like I don't want anyone to die and any shit like that, but I want, I want evidence that they're effective because that's some like dictator level shit so that's some like that is some kind of you know what i mean and like the how it smoke break so what i'm saying gummy bear is we live in a society Nuance. <laughs> Nuance deeply into the mic. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that's a good uh, segue into uh, Look Waters. Stay tuned. from shoveling all day. Welcome back to the Canadian Pirate Cast. Now we're entering local waters. Sploosh. <laughs> uh, and a quick thing I want to bring up, because this is funny, as I was biking down in town today, and I was going down the railroad tracks, or like down the path near them, and I came across a sign I found interesting. It uh, was put, put up by the... Uh, Island Rail Corridor says no trespassing, private property. This area is patrolled and monitored by video surveillance. And uh, I, I, I can tell you why that is. It's because there's been a bit more traffic in that area because of uh, home, or slightly, a slight increase in homeless people or people suffering from unstable housing. You know what I mean. Fucking, it's not, I'm not trying to be yeah. a dick, but just people like that. There's a couple houses that got sold in town and a bunch of people got displaced. Right, yeah. 
So now they're all hanging out by the railroad tracks, and that's the city's put these signs up in response. Ooh. I'm just saying that I think it's a fucking bluff, because, like, fuck you, you don't have money to survive the entire fucking railroad tracks. Like, at the very most, you put a couple bike cops down there, like, a couple times a day, and that's fine, but that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, what a great solution. You're not going to install fucking video cameras, bullshit, as a, what I call. I'm not trying to be a dick, I just think it's funny, though, the sign, maybe it's, like, a good bluff to turn, right? Because there's things like that, too. Like, you know, by the Hollywood sign in California, they have fake signs up there for snakes that say, warning, poisonous snakes. But it's, like, totally bullshit. Really? Yeah, because they, well, they have a problem up there because a lot of people try to go up to the sign. It's a fucking, it's like the helicopters go on you. You're not supposed to be up there. <laughs> and so that one of the deterrents, though, is they put up uh, fake, they put up signs like that. There was a guy talking about how he did some work up there and he had to go past the signs. We're like, oh, no, it's fine. It's just, it's to deter tourists. So it's a life hack for California if you want to see that stupid sign propped up by Hugh Hefner too if you care it was like it's been fucked up so many times by natural elements Hugh Hefner has uh, funded the uh, refurnishing of it because he thinks it's an it's, he thinks it's an icon in LA so it's propped up by the king of porn interesting <laughs> fun facts mm-hmm. now into local oh shit that's not local though I fucked up I'm terrible at local waters this is why I never do it <laughs> go gummy bear <laughs> uh, well I thought I'd let you try for, for a oh. second there but that uh, was fun fuck I suck <laughs> Moving on to the real local waters. Lindsay's <laughs> <laughs> still laughing. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, today I wanted to do a real Fairy Creek update because there's been stuff that's been going on lately that's pretty crazy. Let's jump into it right now, right off the plank. We're going to dive in. Tell me about the Fairy Creek. I'm interested to know. I've been watching Instagram here and there, seeing some arrests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A couple naked protesters with signs. Just lots lots of stuff. Also hearing that apparently it's like the biggest tree protest of all time. Would it be a would it be a real protest if there wasn't some nudity? That's actually fair. That's true. I guess people like uh, not to be you yeah, know, sorry. I'm gonna make a, <laughs> a tree hugger joke, but I realize that's mean, so I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Okay, well in the last couple weeks of August things have escalated quite a bit since my last update. Uh, there's been some horrendous brutality and conduct from the RCMP down there. Lots of video and eyewitness accounts of the behavior. As you may have seen some on Instagram or whatever, but I've seen a lot. And not just from the official pages, but from people who are just there posting mm-hmm. about it. Um, according to an actual news article published on August 26th, the federal watchdog that holds the RCMP to account has received 91 public complaints as of that news article (laughs) okay that's an increase mathematically that is an increase i assume there's been more since then because this was published on the 26th of august and things really ramped up like a little bit before that and then over like august has been pretty rough i think but i feel like i can pinpoint august 21st as being a real like ramp up to the things that i've been seeing personally like just from my point of view up here just observing what people are posting about it Mm -hmm. there are multiple videos of the rcmp um spraying bear mace in protesters faces at at, like point blank range and uh, are these protesters being violent at all or anything that would Uh, merit such such overuse of force not a, not at all. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, video from specifically August twenty first shows a large group of pro- 
Testers huddling together, locking arms, like literally just standing there. They're just standing there together. And the RCMP are spraying them with mace and trying to pull people apart and out of the huddle, I guess you could call it. So how is that okay? One testimony from a young woman in this incident stated, The cops started pepper spraying everyone. They grabbed me, held my mouth open, and sprayed the pepper spray into my mouth and eyes. They punched me hard, and then they spread my legs and pepper sprayed into my genital area. Also on August 21st, a protester had to be airlifted to a Victoria hospital from neck injuries sustained after a forceful arrest. Another video and report from, guess what day? The 11th? The 21st. What? Of, of August or what? Of August, yes. August 21st, there was video showing officers dragging people and throwing people around violently. The description of the video states, and there's also a pic- just a picture of the man, the RCMP ripped hair out of name redacted's head when they dragged her body across the pavement. This police officer proceeded to climb on top of her body and bang her head against the pavement. Without question, the most brutal arrest I've witnessed to date at the blockade. Her hair was literally pulled out and left on the road after her body was dragged away. That doesn't seem like proper arresting. I don't think you're supposed mm-hmm. to bash people's head in the concrete like like a caveman. <laughs> it's probably like cop that had his chest puffed out with the shades in that picture. You know what? He looked the picture of the dude looked similar, but like it wasn't close enough for me to actually like I wasn't 100 percent sure, but it kind of looked like him a little bit. Tree killed his entire family. This is personal for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another person posted on. Guess what day? 21st. August 21st. Oh, it's all on the same day. Okay, sorry. Um, the police consistency here. The police are straight up brutalizing peaceful protesters at Ferry Creek on Vancouver Island, specifically targeting indigenous and BIPOC people. An RCMP medic sprayed mace directly into people's faces today. I have witnessed them choke my friends, throw them to the ground, punch them, twist their breasts, rip their hair out while they drag people, twist their ankles, throw them into the back of paddy wagons with no AC on hot days for hours, cut them out of structures for them to fall over 15 feet, use chainsaws next to people's heads, smashing the windows of people's vehicles, this is outrageous. Serve and protect who exactly? The RCMP are acting unlawfully, a judge told them so personally the other week, and yet they still persist in their inhuman behavior. This is a police state. Numbers to call in the comments. Over 100 million taxpayer dollars has likely been spent on police inform enforcement in this area for a private corporation, Teal Jones, yet ecologically priceless old growth in the area is only worth $10 million to them, mere pennies for the government. Clearly, this is more than about the trees. Wait, so if these are RCMP officers, it's a, they're funded by a private military company? Is that, sorry, is that, am I understanding that right? Or? No. The government has basically gave the RCMP, and I'm going to get into this in a bit, Okay. gave the RCMP more funding after the court order to remove the protesters. So they got a certain allotment of a budget of government taxpayer dollars to spend extra resources with within their like with their peoples to go in there and do what they're doing. Wait, so okay, so they're spending money, they're giving them money to Get like the... stop them aggressively, but they're also being told not to stop them aggress not to arrest them, or that they're to stop arresting them. A judge said they're being too aggressive with them. 
Okay, but like, wasn't there a thing though? Wasn't there? Wasn't there a court order to stop the? This was just a quote from somebody. I didn't see any official news about a, a any judge. Okay, whatever they're talking about. I'm just trying to like. I'm just wondering. Sorry, I'm just trying to ask because. I'm just answering your question about the money part of it. Yeah, sorry. No, I was just trying to understand. Like, is that I don't know if you're saying that there's like a private company funding the RCMP or something. That's what I thought I heard. No. Wasn't there also, didn't there, I thought there was a court order to stop the cutting of them down, but they're still cutting them down, so the protesters are still there. They are not currently, they haven't been cutting them down because of the fire ban. Okay. Which is coming okay. up. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That's okay. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I just didn't understand what you said there about the funding of it, which is throwing me off, so I was just yeah. trying to understand what was happening with that. Again, that was, somewhat, that was something that someone posted, and it's just their opinion, I don't know what's fact or not about that. That's just, you know, along with the video and the picture of the man, that's what they had to say personally from being down there. And that's all I can say, stand stand behind, is that's just what they had to say. Mm-hmm. Which leads me pretty well into the next part, which is, like, it's really irritating because the RCMP are still blocking the media from entering most of the time. Um, and then sometimes when they will let them, the media people in and then literally arrest them. That's the the article that I quoted at the beginning of this with talking about the 91 complaints against the RCMP so far at that point, which was August 26th, so about like a week and a half ago from now, two, two and a half weeks from when this will be posted, that article is one of the very few mainstream media articles I saw about the violence of the RCMP. So that's... That's um, really bothersome to me because I see video and pictures and accounts of what's going on down there daily, not just from, again, not just from the um, Fairy Creek page, but from people who are down there, just straight from them. I don't think a lot of people are, like, getting to see and and knowing what's happening down there because um, news outlets that they might follow aren't really reporting on this actively. So we're going to I'm going to jump right into the funding part of it now because that's that's what we were just talking about on September 2nd the RCMP put forth a funding proposal to the government to increase their budget specifically for continued enforcement at Ferry Creek and for COVID vaccine passport enforcement. I haven't seen an update as to whether or not this has been accepted yet because this was only a few days ago. So noisy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was grabbing Um I think that knowing that they're um, almost out of funding for the extra enforcement in Fairy Creek might be why they're ramping up the poor handling of the situation and increasing their violence because they're getting frustrated and they know, like, as of this weekend, the fire ban was lifted, which means logging season is now really starting. So the the fires are lit upon up, up, you know, upon them. The chain of yelling, as you said. The chain of yelling. It's <laughs> so, a real thing. Yeah, I wanted to highlight, like, just some, like notable things i've seen just in the last couple weeks that i hadn't been seeing as much of before so protesters nearly getting full-on buried alive by poor use of an excavator in an attempt to extract them from a contraption practically daily instances of chainsaws being used dangerously near heads and limbs of protesters these ones are particularly hard to watch because it's honestly it's a fucking miracle that no one's been seriously injured yet. Uh, knock on wood. 
a woman was uh, pulled from the bushes and kicked in the head while she was trying to pee, like not even in a contraption or anything. She's just there. I've seen and read multiple reports of um, people being denied or withheld from seeking medical attention because the RCMP will sort of detain them, but, but not have them officially under arrest and then tell them, well, you're not actually under arrest. Um, so we don't, we're not obligated to, to help you at all. A lot of reports of the RCMP basically sexually assaulting women while they're like handling them or whatever, like groping their breasts or genital areas. You said they're also giving them titty twisters. It's like, yeah. Um... And well, I was like, I was going to ask where in RCMB training is it like, okay, now do a titty twist or two, get a victim. I'm like, fuck that shit. Disgusting. Like, what's, what's any of the shit? Like, what's any of the stuff? Like, this, yeah. is not, this does not sound like any training anyone would fucking approve of. Obviously, I'm not trying to be a sarcastic Oh, yeah, dick. using chainsaws saying. with no chainsaw training. That's fun. Well, I was going to ask if that was the, was, you said that twice, so was that the RCMP did it and then the lumberjacks did it? Because I was wondering if it was like a pick and choose. It was, between... no, it's all the RCMP doing the chainsawing okay, cool. of the, pro, around the protesters, but like, okay. yeah. Like kicking, punching, twisting, yanking, literally fucking rock throwing. Like you name it. It's all happening down there every fucking day now. Every day. It's convenient that there's no, no reporters allowed be around to see mm-hmm, that shit. Right? That's pretty convenient. Good thing. Also, so- the RCMP allegedly told some protesters that they, or like legal, they're called legal observers. Like probably the people who are helping the protesters, like the people who aren't locking themselves up or whatever in the contraptions that they're not allowed to film. They can only write things down. It's like, you can't enforce that. People are going to film and, and they're damn sure going to keep doing it every day, especially in the fair Creek blockade page. You know, you see some of the same people in the live feeds or the videos that they post and you know they're starting to look look tired and like i fucking would be too but they don't they are not giving up either good for them even though it's about to be winter and rainy they're not they're not going anywhere as far as they've said i wonder how far this is gonna go that's my curiosity with this my morbid one on august 24th there were many protests all over the island and in vancouver where some people were actually arrested in vancouver for the protest at RCMP Blueings. Um, there was a protest here in Courtney. I saw some pictures of it. Mm. I wasn't able to go myself, but I'm glad some people showed up even here in in, uh, in town and all over the island. Cool. Um, it's not just that one lady that was on the side of the highway doing a month ago. She was ahead of all this shit. Fucking props to that. Yeah, girl. she knew what was up. Um, yeah, so like as much as I want Jorgen Horgensen to speak up about this. John Jimmy Horgensen? Because he hasn't said much other than go home. Oh, These Joe are trees. Ho, Joe Jimmy, why? Uh, but you know, it's the election. Uh, as voter in BC, I'd love to hear Jugmeet Singh or any of our other leaders mention it even. Especially Jugmeet because he's they, part no, of the NDP. So they, like that. They, they, want, they want police votes. Oh, they're but, a, they're okay. a voting block, man. And Union? This election is going shit? too quickly, so they're not going to be able to visit here like they usually would. Probably not. Because they usually come through. There was this really funny meme comparing the whole thing, the Mean Girls thing of like, hop in, bitch, we're going this. And it was Jagmeet Singh. And it was like all across the country. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> that, was, that was a well-made gif. No, I didn't get a, a chance to meet, meet him last time he was in town. But... He was actually in town? Yeah. Oh, neat. Um, so anyway, uh, regarding... I want to get a donut with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> in my mega hat. It's a pandemic. <laughs> I'll wear a mask. <laughs> I've wore a mask to me, drug meat sing. Sorry. Okay. So, just as a closing, as of the last post that I've seen, the official count 
of arrests, as always, is 850. That's I think, like, two months ago, what was it? Like, 50? Like, total? It does seem to The first time I said it. I'm going to listen to our old episode and figure that out. Yeah. Because I'm actually wondering about that I can't remember, but it was way lower. Now it's 800. Like, that's almost 1,000. That's way more than it used than it was before. Like, Could you say that's a slippery slope? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Except for it's more of a snowball. I would actually call it more of a snowball. Snowball. (laughs) Well, again, it's the, uh, the aggressiveness is interesting on, again, the, peaceful protesters peaceful tree huggers that are just tree hugging hippies man they are not violent they're all high no nope. like I'm, I'm saying that as a joke obviously but you know what i mean these are <laughs> these are chill people like that's that's very aggressive for very chill protesters that's bullshit yeah i i don't i don't agree with that i know that they understand that the thing between the trees and the indigenous people that the land is on and them trying to sell it and everyone not agreeing with shit but the uh, the RCMP violence is one thing that is like no that's that's explicitly too far and I'm hard like that I do not agree with that in any way and I'm like that does and that mean does not justify that ends in in my opinion so to speak yeah once again also no updates on Jared's case well they're all busy beating hippies um, <laughs> on the island the, they the got RC- their hands full honestly the shit. RCMP is almost out of funding extra funding for this whole bullshit they're wasting money on that too well that's what I get too is like they shouldn't be refunded I'm not saying defund the police I'm saying don't give them money for wasting it on this shit man this is, seems like they're ramping shit up and it's getting more costly than it's worth man it's a cost of benefit what's the thing saying cost benefit analysis or whatever you see what the money is worth and what the effectiveness is what's happening right like, you know what I mean? If yeah. people, if you're not making, if the amount of money you'd make from this is not going to be more than what's costing to crack down on this shit, it's not worth it. And on top of that too, let's be clear, this isn't arrests being read your rights and shit like that, like how it's supposed to be in our country. This is very aggressive shit on peaceful protesters. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's what I, you know what I mean? So that's, that's my just stance on that. I'd say, I like, I understand my thing on the protesters is mixed because of how I am by nature, but I do not agree with the police brutality. If you can, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's the right word. Cause I don't want to, I know it gets thrown around so much. You know what I mean? Like the aggr- over aggressive police thing tactics. I do not remotely approve. I'm sorry. I know I'm just being a dead horse with that now. I cannot emphasize enough. Cause I don't it want this to be mis- awful down there. I don't want that to be misconstrued. And that's like fucked up, but this is what I'm saying though. Right. And it's, people with power that don't like giving it up when they have it which is why i won't wish to remain powerless i'll be a captain of my podcast thank you to our new two new followers sorry i did have a, a kind of like a cheeky local thing to add but i completely forgot what it was because it wasn't really important eh, maybe it'll come to you yeah any other uh... no i'll blurt it out during your section i'll be like wait i remember go for it fine and do it i dropped you so like it seems fucking fair <laughs> We don't have our perfect banter have, uh, back and forth yet. Anything else to add for this though? No, I'm just that was like I said. I think snow it snowballed is the biggest thing with me because I know you're gonna give a big update, but it wasn't like oh no, this is like a massive thing with people getting bear mace in the face and not even being seen like bear mace, being like no, we're gonna hold your mouth open and bear mace you, and everyone's being sexually Unbelievable. assaulted. Unbelievable, yeah. That's why I really was like, okay, I'm sure it's uneven too. I'm sure they're grabbing. Time to talk pro- about this again extent more extensively yeah they're also probably groping more women than men too so it's sexist on top of that yes no it's all really and also some like just a sprinkling of racism thrown in there too yeah no that's like man that's just so inappropriate that's fucked up so like if they they get refunded for that like again i'm not saying defund the police but if they get i'm saying if they get refunded after all of that you're just been like 
okay, you're committing these things that are time not to address legal. the problem differently. Thanks. Here's some more money for while you're aggressively beating people and break and breaking your own laws. And they are not giving up though. Police are supposed to be more. They're supposed to be more upholding than the average citizen, not less. That's the I, point of that role. I mean, it's again, knock on wood, but like it's a. It's a fucking miracle no one's been killed yet down there. I wonder if it's a liability thing, too, why they say they're not actually there to serve and protect, because if they can't do it, they're liable. I, I, I no joke. that's a real thing, but... But that's a thing, though, because in America, it's a thing with cops. I learned that in the thing I heard it, where it's like they're... It's well, a, like, it's they, like I said, they're thing. kind of circumventing it by saying, oh, well, you're... At, you're people are calling it ca- catching and releasing, right? Mm. Where they're not technically under arrest. No charges are being laid. So we don't actually have to give you medical attention, but you still can't leave and do... And, attend to your needs you can't go put a band-aid on or like go eat some food you're gonna be out here in the sun sort of detained but not arrested so we don't actually have a legal obligation right now to do it that's what's happening a lot and it's disgusting i want to ask if the is the area where fairy creek is is that is that close to the border like of where the actual border between the u.s and canada would be and I only bring that up because... No, it's on the island. I know, but I don't know if there, is there... So there's no... no see, the island has no access point to the U.S., is what I'm clarifying. There's a ferry in Victoria to Seattle. Okay, so here's why I bring that but up. But it's slightly north of that. Well, here's why I bring it up as a detail, because I don't know how borders work on in that and case, because we're on the island. But here's yeah. why it is actually irrelevant that I bring it up. I'm not talking out of my ass. If for country, at least for Canada and the U.S., with there's like a... I don't know how many kilometers it is, but there's a certain radius, or sorry, area beyond the extends out of the border so it's not just like the border wall itself it's literally like a couple miles out so that border cops can do their job and they're actually given a little bit more power and authority to do more bullshit than regular cops because they're protecting the border the area around it and they have to be able to work within that area the the entire island is within canadian border so we don't have to worry so there's no edging shit in like where they're on the edge of the border because there's a ferry that connects because i don't know how borders work but that's the only reason why i'm bringing it up so it's like uh I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but I'm trying to be like, is there any excuse for the success of you? No. Okay, that's just as fucked up. Just fucking a bunch of assholes down there. That's just as fucked up as we're saying it is. Yay. Okay. Well, fuck. That's that's smoke break. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) See you in the next segment. Welcome back to the second part of the Canadian Pirate Cast, uh, Local Waters. Just a quick, uh, quick discussion of our uh, the people going for Parliament for the seat of Courtney Alberni area, which and I I did not know this, but Alberni is spelled with an I, so I learned a thing this week. Did you think it was spelled with a Y? I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I just didn't think it was spelled with an I. Okay. I thought it was like an E, maybe. Like, maybe it was Alberni. <laughs> or maybe like Alberni, yeah. like Bernie, like I-E, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like Bernie, like I. Funny. So that's that was just a learning thing for me. Okay, and I'm going to butcher one of these names, probably. Okay. Yes, Subby, I know. No, Tippy. Oh, Tippy wants to be part of the party. Come on, Tippy. Oh, shit. Come on. <sighs> Tippy, come on. Something. Come in. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, for the People's Party, our uh, 
candidate is Robert Epic. Or it also might be Robert Epic. I'm not sure if you can... Is that... How would you say that? You know French, right? I don't even think that's French. Oh, well, he's the People's Party, so it's Maxime Bernier. So I thought... I assumed he'd be like have some French origins or something. Or no, something that's not origins. how that works. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but it sounds like a French name. Because I've never... I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. You're just, probably right. I don't know how French works. It just sounds French to me. Uh... <laughs> Okay, because here's the thing. Here's who's thing. So the conservative candidate, Mary Lee. Not to be a dick, she doesn't sound French. But, <laughs> but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, um, for the so for the gummy bear party, there is Gummy Bear, who is our candidate for president of as, Canada. Yes, yeah, as always on a platform of right pizza. in, right in only, right in only. But still, you know, let's with enough votes, let's get her seat there, and she'll she'll dominate. I'll represent everyone. Or are we? Is the island going to go north and be our own independent nation <laughs> and just export old people tourism and like some place for yachts? No shit. What's it called? Cruise lines to drop off their people <laughs> as they co- as they coast through. The liberal candidate is Susan Farlinger. Uh, the current seat that got, uh, got his, oh, what's it called? He got laid off recently. Uh, NDP, Gord Johns. He got laid off. Because when elections call, everyone loses their seats. Immediately. That's why nothing can get done until elections Oh, happens. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he recently had to say, he recently had to go for, or what's that? I was very confused. What's it called? EI? <laughs> I doubt that. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, so Gord Jong, part of the party of Jimmy John, or the leader Jimmy John Premier Jungle Jimmenheimer. Gordon Jimmy John Hogan Heimer. Oh, shit, I actually can't remember his name. <laughs> I need to look that up again. That's gonna be another... <laughs> no. <laughs> this podcast has corrupted me. I don't even remember his real name yeah. anymore. Uh, that sounds fair. I'm, I'm a corrupting influence. <laughs> so the. Uh, Oh, here's my favorite, though. Here's what I wanted you to react to, is the, the Marxist-Leninist party, Barbara Bailey. Yeah, that's been a thing for a while. I didn't know about that. I was like, I was so surprised. I thought there was like going to be a Green Party scene. Ah, oh, sweet summer child. Oh, yeah. God, I am the idiot here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the idiot. That's the theme of this episode. I guess that's the theme of every, that's the theme of every episode. So... Have you been off the ship and caught in the couve? Caught in the couve? What the fuck is the couve? <laughs> COVID. Oh, COVID. Oh, Coove. <laughs> oh, she had two O's. The Coove. The COVID. I don't know, maybe. That's the thing. I Who knows? Like, I, I wear a mask, but masks aren't working effective. So, who knows? It's all shit, Joe. Everything's crazy. <laughs> you know what? I probably got sneezed on by cockroach and got it. Oh. On this the damn co- ship. The, the well, cock variant. Well, yeah, the cock, the cock, the cock variant. Of the COVID, the COVID cock, as we call it, <laughs> on the ship because it lives off our heart tack and infests our fucking things and our cats. <laughs> they don't like killing cockroaches because they'd rather eat mice and birds because they're prisses. <laughs> but, okay, are we gonna? You're gonna expand on who these people are? Y- yes, I will. And I got this. So, oh yeah. So I just want to quickly quick into the polls, which I don't believe in, but people can, if you want to believe in it, go for it. On Canada 338, which is re- is pretty reliable, I think. I think universally they're like the most reliable one in Canada. 
The NDP is predicted to be safe, though, with like 50% of the votes predicted for it, which is probably true. That makes sense for where we live in. I wasn't surprised that the NDP was a safe seat. I was surprised we didn't have a Green Party seat because there's the island. You know, it's like there's more of that here, especially with like the crazy tree protest. You figured we'd have more green seats. <laughs> I, I don't even like, I wouldn't even vote for the Green Party, but I'm just saying, why? I'm just surprised they don't have a fucking seat down here. Like they do in other areas. Anyway, sorry, these polls are saying that. So with the margin, I'm going to say the margin of error after NDP 52% with a margin for 7.3%. The Conservatives are at 29% with 6.2. The Libs are at 16.39. And the People's Party, 1.2 with margin of error of (laughs) 1.2. That's what I'm saying. So, like, one person, one person in the Comox Valley, the answer to this poll is like, I'd vote for Maxime Bernier. One person. I bet I know who exactly who that is. Again, <laughs> that's hilarious though. It's again, sorry. It's like that's a one point two with a margin of error of one point two. It sounds like it's one person, or this one person didn't say that. Again, so maybe polls do exist. <laughs> who knows? It's all a fucking mystery. So we're gonna start here with our candidates and a little bit quick thing about them. And I don't want to go too hard into this because we're gonna go into Captain's Kitchens after. But so first we have Mary Lee who was born in Ottawa. She's from a military fam jam. She joined the military, uh, got a bachelor's degree in business and commerce, served as an air traffic controller, got a master's degree in public relations, which to me sounds like politician school. Uh, (laughs) She was a manager of communications for Comox Valley Schools, but that sounds like a made-up job to me, because what does that even mean? No, that's not a made-up job. I I probably wouldn't be able to define it for you right now, but that'll be in the corrections corner. Unless I, if yeah. it gives me a blind answer, then I'm gonna claim it as a made-up job. Because okay, that's gonna because again, there's another person here. People's Party, Robert Epich. That might be how you pronounce it. Epich. 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 Robert Epich. From he's from Denman Island. Cool. He majored in poli sci, then managed a communications department <laughs> for many years before becoming a software developer. He is the he is a treasurer at the Water Association on Hornby Island. Cool. I also I was curious if that was also a made up job because like the Water Association <laughs> just, like, sounds like you want to tackle obviously not. We're the Water Association. <laughs> we have ten thousand dollars in funding a year. <laughs> for expensive meetings anyway no sorry i'm just giving him shit because it's like water association doesn't have a more official name just water and hornby gotta make sure we got water uh next year we have his job his whole job is just like we're surrounded by it we're good oh god okay here so this one actually frustrated this okay this pissed me off a little bit or annoyed me so when I was, uh, so I got all these, by the way, I should say all these platforms, this is not me reading any kind of, well, I guess it's a biased thing, but everything I read was from someone's political site for their party mm-hmm. or the closest thing I could possibly get. Cause I can get into that cause that was not easy for all of them. So what frustrated, this pissed me off though with them cause all of them say on the domain domain name. And the main thing that pops up when you Google it is. Like the party name and then the person's name, right? The candidate running in, in the riding for the courting on birdie, right? When you specifically do it. But only for the fucking libs, it says 
Team Trudeau. So it's Team Trudeau, not liberal. Team Trudeau, Susan Farlinger. And it's like, fuck off. Dude, that's what I mean. It's a name thing for him. And this is just a Teddy thing, but it's he's the only one that does that. And like Maxime Bernier isn't even doing that shit. That's what I'm saying. It's not Team Bernier. So uh, that's my point. All I've seen of Maxime Bernier lately um, is like him just being like upset that he wasn't included in the debates. But my point though is even he's not that he's even not vain enough to put his name forefront like that shit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm pointing at. <laughs> I'm not saying I like either of them. It sounds like a, it honestly sounds like a hey fellow kids kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Team Trudeau. But it's like it's like um already like 15 years out of date. <laughs> oh, he's only he's only he's only in on Facebook. He's not really active on anything else. Like the lip subreddit is about as active as a conservative one. It's really not right. there. It's all about the NDP man. Anyway though, so sorry, Susan Farlinger though. So she is actually a longtime resident of Van Island. Oh, because I know I said that the conservative was born in Ottawa. Sorry, because that was they're not and not everyone here is from the island. Sorry, not that not that that's relevant, but either way, she's longtime resident. She has a master's degree in science. She's a biologist. Uh, she's all about climate change, reconciliation, economic recovery, typical politician platforms, no substance. She's definitely a liberal. Okay, that's all I have here. <laughs> and, but good for her masters. Oh, no. Anyway. You know, good for her masters. That's that's more than I'll ever achieve. So props there. I, I probably won't get one. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, sorry. I forgot the L- the NDP one. The NDP one's great. It's the domain name for the NDP one is reelectgore.ca. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I have no idea. But it's just like they bought the fucking domain name for it. All the other ones too. At least like the Trudeau one's annoying, but this one too. Like they bought a fucking domain name. That's funny. And at least it's like it's for the local guy. So that's like it's not saying like a local thing. But I just thought that was yeah. funny. Reelectgord.ca. <laughs> yeah, go for it. You guys are tech savvy. That's the NDP man. They're doing their platform the way they're saying they're doing it. Kudos. But here's my problem though. So here's my and maybe this is because it's a made it's a new domain name, so this might be where the folly is in this, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find barely I could find barely any info on it. It was like just from the domain name, but it was nothing really clear on there. Uh so the closest I got was Wikipedia, and it says that he's a businessman and a politician and runs multiple businesses. Okay. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> so that's like that's just weird. Because yeah, like I don't know, his his page just said like very his very his reelect.ca just said these broad things like what Jake Mead is like dental care this and that, but it's like nothing about his bio or anything like that. It's just like you know, it's just what the platforms are. So I couldn't find anything interesting about him. Uh, but yeah, his so seat is safe though. Apparently, I just want to know why though, because uh, because it's likely that we have a lot of NDP voters. I mean, I'm pretty sure BC went all orange last time around, and I don't feel like that's going to change this time. So it's not... I thought the Conservatives were... I thought the Conservatives were pulling ahead in BC, is what I thought I saw. Oh, I don't know. I may be wrong, but well, polls are also... The, here's the, so I'm just saying that's probably why you may have read that, because... Well, here's we were full on orange. Well, here's what I was gonna say. Here's where, like, my... Quickly as a thing with polls before I get onto the uh, Marxist-Leninist party... The polls are relevant if they're like extreme, like yeah, like uh, like a sixty percent majority. Yeah, they're pretty relevant then. But the problem with them right now, between the conservatives and the libs, is that they're both riding around fifty percent with a margin of error of like ten to seven. So it's kind of you know what I mean. That's kind of means it's anyone's game until actual election day. 
Unless it's a more wide margin, right? So that's what I'm finding interesting about Not this. Not with first past the post. How's that work again? Ontario gets to choose basically, and we all have to Basically, they basically matter more than we do. Why does why does Ontario matter, matter more than us? Because it's not about, like, how many votes you got or how many things. It's, like, whoever passes. Uh, I, You know what? I'm not prepared to explain yeah, it. Sorry, I'm that'll sorry. run thing for another day. I'm bad at explaining things if I don't have it, like, written down. I, I understand f- it in myself. I'm just not very good at explaining it. <laughs> I thought I understood it, like, two years ago. Hashtag but ADHD I, thing. I thought I understood it two years ago, but I've obviously forgotten. Yeah. So the Marxist-Leninist party, Barbara Biley... Uh, she's been a healthcare worker for over 20 years and a cook too. So that actually might like, I respect that shit. Cool. Her platform is typical Marxism platform. She wishes for the proletariat Canadian to seize the means of healthcare <laughs> production and start producing our own healthcare and share the health and care in an endless utopia. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, I just want to be for reals here. Just want to give her some quick credit. I do want to give her some quick credit. She's like, she, um, for for reals though, she's she's mostly just against private health care. Sorry. Is mostly her thing. She like she's pro dental dun- pro dental care. That's yeah, super fair. Yeah, and she's just against private health care, and that's like seems to be her main platform is just being against private health care. But she's accomplished in like her own thing, right? But <laughs> just being shit. <laughs> You're just taking the piss, right? Yeah, basically. Just being I'm just being Captain Kim. I'm just a bit of a shitter. I'm a bit of a shit <laughs> Well we talked about this where like it's actually hard for me not to say shit talk. Like I just like I actually have to stop and then I tell you after I'm like, hey, it's morning. Yeah. That's be funny. Anything else? Uh yeah, gummy bear quickly is a quick uh thing from Gummy Bear. So we go into this quickly as a the write in candidate. So Gummy Bear was made in a magical factory on Vancouver Island. I wasn't included in the debates either, and I'm offended. Yeah, and you're also not being vain about it. We don't have a domain name for you at all. We're just hoping for word of mouth, because we're just, we think I we made one Instagram post that nobody liked, so Fighting whatever. Chance. I, thought somebody, I liked it. Pretty sure I liked it. <laughs> oh, you don't, well, I mean, okay. I, like, I try to like everything. I like everything you do. I don't know if you did. No one else did. I try to. I don't, I don't care, because I never... we, we're really bad at social media. We have no followers. Well, it I'm bad matter. at it, too. Well, I'm, I'm the one that's like, I want to do all the social media. I'm like, oh, man, this is a chore. I just don't do social media. It's like... <sighs> Boring. Anyway, though, that's why that's why we have fun with anyway. it. Just do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? I got a deal on Amazon. My mega hat and a cup of Trudeau's tears. It's quite the deal. Oh, sorry, Tippy. No, Tippy's face got hit with a phone. Oh no no no. So. Sorry. Okay, sorry. what were we saying? What the fuck? So gummy bear born in Vancouver Island out of a magical machine. Born and raised, motherfuckers. On a platform of free pineapple pizza for everybody. Oh, sorry. She was a longtime cook on the ship of Canadian Pirate Cast, specializing in burgers, burgers and vegan food and everything. Breakfast. Everything. Breakfast, Japanese food, Thai food, Chinese food, Indonesian food, Canadian food, continental, U.S., fast food, buffet-style cooking. Managing crews managing whole restaurants (laughs) and janitorial stuff 
So, <laughs> no job too high or low for Gummy Bear, which is something to respect. So, candidate, she will go to your house and be like, hey, here's some baking. Vote for me. <laughs> also, on her platform, too, she is pro Pokemon. So, we're going to cut now. I saw from shoveling all day. So sit down, sit down, sit down. Hey, welcome to our future update of debate, debate reactions. Oh boy. Oh man. So this is uh. <laughs> This is fun. This is entertaining. This is this was like a. I would have liked it if weapons were available to the candidates. You know, like or they're able to throw things at each other like in a heckling manner. But it was a full battle royale. Would have been more entertaining. But this was pretty good. Hang on, there's a cat. Man, how come? How come every time as soon as we start recording, that's when the other deck cat wants in. Tippy. She's... Tippy knows it's star time. It's her time to shine. She wants to get in the cat food commercial. <laughs> the vain diva. So, okay, funny thing. So, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Gummy Bear? Anything you want to start off with? Maybe first, quick shout-out to uh, the moderator of the uh, debate, who did very good, did a very good job. She was amazing. Now, I, I don't know how to spell her name. This is how it was said, and this is, I'm going to butcher this too, so, but it was Shut Jit Curl was the name. What? Shut Jit Girl. Shut chit girl. Or shut jit girl. Curl. It's curl. Uh, maybe it was. Again, just I'm sure if you type in. I can't see where you wrote it down. Ty, ty, just type in election debate moderator and I'm sure Google will give you more accurate answer than me. But shout out to her because she was very good at stopping. Interrupting Mr. Trudeau. <laughs> Trudeau. Oh my god. The, I mean like I remember the last time like the last election the moderator was just like run over it kind of felt like and um this lady and um look up properly what her name is for the corrections corner next time but but she fucking killed it i loved her i thought it was great she was ready just okay mr trudeau stop stop (laughs) i have a i have a new theory about him as a uh as a legislator is that his strategy for everything is to filibuster the shit out of everything so that nothing actually gets done because he was, there was even a point during the debate that I, I kind of missed, but where it was him and, oh, who's it? It was him and somebody else, and they basically filibustered and took Aaron O'Toole's time, and he got like a minute, and just like, boop, you're shafted. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who's the other person? It was Trudeau. I think it was Trudeau and Singh, mostly. Yeah, they, um. I and- can't remember exactly his. It's all jumbled up, you know? It was. Well, there's all, they all kind of seem the same, and that was that. Except for, okay, whoever the Green Party was. Madame Garnier. I don't know her name. It's uh, but the Green Paul Anna Paul Anna Paul Annalie Paul or something. Yeah, she's Jewish black woman. I heard on the news immediately after on the highlights they were commenting on it. Oh, but just shout out to her though because I mean I don't think that's relevant like in my opinion. But me neither. But know. it was just that they said it was something I learned because again, well, I we talked about how I appreciated that she just brought it up one time and that like I'm the only woman running and it's like yeah. 
That's factual. She has eyes. We know that. Okay, so she's not faking me a blind. It's solid. <laughs> uh, but then she didn't harp on it, which I appreciated. That's why I'm saying. Like, I'm saying kudos, and that's why I'm saying the newscaster said this. And I was like, oh, okay, well, like, it's not relevant, but I learned a thing. Uh, but I was going to say kudos to her. Like, I didn't vote for them. But I kudos to, because she seemed to be the most adult legislator, like, the most mature person. Uh, I felt the same way um, when it was Elizabeth May, honestly. I don't remember Elizabeth May. Well, did you used to watch the debates? No. The last time I... I think I watched... I skimmed... I, I think the first one I kind of watched was a bit of the last one. I just saw the very beginning part, which is the opening thing. It's like, they're like, candidates, who do you want to talk to first? And the very first thing was Andrew Shear just like pivoted towards Trudeau. And everyone's like... <laughs> That's That was the whole that was fucking, thing last it was time. Hilar- it was hilarious, though. But anyway, though, so... The debates were kind of predictable. The libs didn't have much of answers, except for like Trudeau had one good answer one time. I don't remember what it was. Quebec's pretty focused on Quebec, and he pretty much said, "I'm not really interested in Canada. I'm interested. I'm I'm I'm, I'm interested in Quebec. Whoever the Quebec." Dude oh yeah, was. that was his whole thing this time. Yeah, well, it's not on. It's not. I don't know. That, that always seems. Isn't that always been the Bloc Quebec Laws Party? That's uh... they're just pro Quebec. They don't well, care about well yeah, I mean, that's where they're going to get all their votes from. That's where all their, their seats are coming from. They don't have any seats anywhere else. Yeah. But I feel, I mean, I could be misremembering, but I feel like he, um, the in the past, the leader of the, in the debates, I don't even know if it's the same. I think it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not important. Um, but he, I don't feel like he harped on that, or they, or whoever it was, but if it was someone else before didn't harp on it so much, like make it as much of a point ever to say it every time he got to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. again, the nation thing was, that's a relatively new thing. So it just might be like proud to say that too. But again, it's, I didn't even know about that. Like I said, when we were watching it, I had no idea that that happened. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to double check it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that they got labeled as they've been labeled as a distinct society and or nation, or it was society before, but now it's nation. I don't remember which one it was. But it was part of the one of the tests I took for the whole thing. Then, though, commenting though quickly, I thought that Andrew... Sh- no, God, sorry, not Andrew Shear. Aaron, Aaron O'Toole. O'Toole. Damn it, same, they're the same thing. <laughs> it's the same jellyfish. I thought he was a good speaker when he wasn't getting shafted for time. Although he's just conservative, too, and he's, like, so moderate, that's probably his... I don't know, it's, like, arguably his most unifying thing, but also probably his downfall is how moderate he is. He was very clear he was down for he was open for everybody. Like he wanted yeah. he did he got, he did focus on like all of Canada as a thing. Either way, it seems like he said he he was going, I was surprised by him. Yeah. Again like again, I, didn't so I think, haven't heard him talk sorry. I sorry, I haven't heard him talk very much about a lot of things, so it was like, okay, like here we go. Like it's kind of like, you know, first real introduction, I guess. Hmm. He seems like an okay speaker. And Jugmeet Singh had the same, uh, exact same flaw that I kind of thought I mentioned before is a lot of things he wants to do, no real solutions except for tax the rich. But he didn't harp on that this time, which I appreciated. Because if he had harped on that, that would have like lost all credibility. But essentially, yeah, that was like he, he just, he wants to do everything, but no solutions. But still, I don't know. Whatever. I had a funny note here. Oh, God. Okay, this is the funny thing. This is what I really loved about the... I want to... Okay, I need to learn the French guy's name. Can you just pull it up on your phone quickly? Just, like, the... Who the... It's Yvonne... Yvonne Berberet. Yves... Okay, I'll look it up. No, no, I'll look it up. So, I don't know if it's true. Sorry, but anyway, he would do this thing where he would say 
he would say like a line of dialogue and then say it backwards like it was a deep thing and he did it more than once and it was funny it's like how deep can you know a river is unless you know how river a deep is he did it like that and it made just about as much sense and he did it more than once which i thought was funny and i don't think that was like there were points that came up with like his bad english but there were other times where i was just like i, I think he just said nothing <laughs> i think he just said a he made a he made a thing sound smarter than it actually was one thing I want to comment about Trudeau that made us laugh out loud was there was a portion that various uh, people come up or Canadian citizens to ask candidates questions about stuff. And there was a point when a teacher came up. Um, sorry, uh, Yves Francois Blanchet. Yves Fla- Francois Blanchet. Okay, so oh, see, I be- see, Beignet wasn't that far off. <laughs> yeah, Yves Francois Blanchet. Uh, baguette. Yves Francois Baguette. Uh-huh. Actually, well, Beignet sounds more like Blanchet. <laughs> I argue, I argue that my mistake at least makes. Well, it's, isn't that also a French food? So. Well, it's, <laughs> that's the d- joke. Depends. Guy. Depends on which culture you ask. <laughs> it's like pesto. <laughs> anyway, so. Sorry. No, no, sorry. Don't, don't. It was just this is a funny thing that Trudeau did. We both thought this was hilarious. Is that he, a teacher asked a question, and then Trudeau opened it with like, "I can understand so and so, Jared, where the fuck your name was, from one teacher to another." And I looked it up, and he taught for like less than five years. He's been a politician for twice as long as he ever spent time teaching. Like, I think the, I think the most written thing was like three years, but it was not long. It was like there was a couple things said three years, and he was like a substitute. He was not. Yeah, like, bro, bro, bro. Yo, I, fucking bro. Lo- I fucking lost my mind when he said that. I, I was just like, no, and I, like, couldn't even sit still anymore. I, should, like, <laughs> I had to get up and angrily pace around the room for a second. You know what? I should, next time, I should... <laughs> I was I was a cashier for a bit at, like, my first couple jobs when I was 16, so, you know what, every time I go to I go to work, I go to a place, I'd be like, you know what, I can tell you that's one cashier from another. I've been cooking for a decade, but I did, your, I did what you did for two years. So I can say as one cashier from another, I get it. I'm an it-getter. And then, uh, oh God, who was, uh, I want to shout out to uh, Merrick McLeod. Oh, Merrick. Awesome. We it. love Go you, Merrick. Merrick. Go Merrick. He was great. This is, um, he was like a teenager that got to ask a question or just like, or a new voter or something like that. I think he was like probably a burgeoning journalist. Yeah, something like that. He was like a very young guy. 18. But he was... Yeah, he was, and he probably got, still yeah. a student. He was, he was dope. He like he, he stumbled his question though. He powered through it. Like kudos, he was fucking awesome. Uh, you could tell how nervous he was. It was cute, but he did it. He dude, did it. did it for the men. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do that. That's scary shit, man. I know. In front of the nation. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I will, cause I would like, I wouldn't be able to stop myself. I would, I would fuck it up. I'd like, I'd say something oh. that you, I'd say something they couldn't edit out on live TV, and I get blacklisted from Canada. Yeah. So They'd proud of him. Put me on an iceberg, <laughs> break the ice, and ship me off into the Atlantic, where I can no longer rock the boat yeah that was a highlight for me was not even not even the the debate itself but um yeah fuck merrick merrick was merrick, no no merrick mcleod was not, my highlight not fuck merrick no 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 i meant like i meant like i'm like no no not, not fuck merrick i meant like i meant like oh fuck merrick like he was the highlight like sorry i meant like there's an pause. imagine there's a comma in there so there was a bit of a pause obviously not i love merrick he was he was great yeah I, I think I like him more than any of the other politicians. I don't want him to run either, though, because I like liking him. No, I bet he ended up being, like, kind of embarrassed. But, like, he, and there's no way he's ever going to... He, I think he's, like, in Saskatchewan. There's no way that that dude is ever going to listen to this. But, but hey, if he does, we we, we love you, Merrick. Merrick you're, Merrick, <laughs> Merrick, you're fucking great, brother. Anyway, so, yeah, that was, um, that was kind of it. And then, oh, God, there was... 
<laughs> so after here's a while so after because okay so i after I, even after i explained the nation thing to gummy bear about how uh quebec has like they've been recognized as a nation but they're still part of canada but they're still a designation or whatever the fuck they ferry the fancy wording is there was a point when this is maybe the seventh time he mentioned quebec being a nation and gummy bear actually yelled at the tv you're not scotland <laughs> 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 Which really cracked me up, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was great. And uh, <laughs> thank you for thank you for liking that joke that I made. I thought it was great. <laughs> well, it was just kind of the same thing too. Where I honestly like, I think that we're all a part of Canada, and Quebec can have its own culture and still be a part of Canada. There's no nothing wrong with it like that. Like we're all every province is distinctly different. That's why we have. In the new six, we have a different animal for every I mean, province group. I'm sorry, how different is the culture in Quebec other than the fact that they speak French mostly? Like, really? Is there, can, is there that much more? They Guys, consume, come on. They, I think they appreciate wine more. They drink... They eat horse. Oh, well, they, I, they eat horse. Okay. That's a, that's definitely a cultural distinction thing. I'm not trying to... I'm not even being shady about that. But no, I'm not trying to be a dick either. I, I, I would totally eat a fucking horse. But that's a... There are some things <laughs> like that. I don't know. There's like there's things you can get into that are kind of cliche that I could say that would be like, but they might be offensive, so I don't really want to. From my experience with some people from Quebec, so I don't want because I don't want to be a dick about it. But there's like I know I'm sure that's not indicative about all Quebec people, so I don't want to just go on that. But there are I don't know. There's kind of I have a lot of family there. So my well, at least my t- my take on moving anyway, just from living in two places, and it's not like I've lived all over the world, but it just makes the most sense is that. Humans overall, if when you look, really look in the big scope of it, we're all pretty much the same. They're the same versions of everybody everywhere. When I moved from mm-hmm. my hometown to here to the island, there's just so many people that I was like, oh, this person's like my the, this and the, this and so on, right? And that happens to be, I know that's happened to people too when they travel. They've told me that. So it's kind of a, you know, it's like the more things change, more they say the same. We're all kind of, you know what I mean? So there's some differences. There's yeah. differences, but we're all pretty much the same and we're I all in the same boat. I've only kind of experienced that, like, when traveling a lot, it's been a, it's been a while, but, like, COVID. <laughs> when I, last time I traveled, like, you know, it was just by myself and, you know, mo- mostly just people watching and being like, you know, ever, like, so many people just, like, not even, like, meeting people and feeling like they act the same way as other people that you know, but, like, just, like, you're not interacting with anyone, really, you're just, like, doing your own thing and, like, lo- people watching, I guess, and you're just like, why does everyone kind of look familiar? Mm. that was kind of the sense I was getting. Like, I'm like, okay, I wasn't going too far from home, but it's not like I was seeing people that, like, I've seen before. Definitely 100% strangers, but it was just... You know, there's just kind of, like, this, like, familiarity with people's faces, even though you've never seen them before, and that was, like, a strange thing that I felt mm-hmm. I was experiencing the last time I got out. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree, and I haven't... Obviously, I haven't traveled Completely since. off topic. No, it's all fun, though, but that's kind of the point, though, is, right, we're getting into the... That's just... That's right. To get back to the topic for a different day, and I want to... Get, I want to actually do a special episode where we get a couple of our friends from Quebec that could talk about kind of more yeah. of that than we could. Because, again, like, they're not... Like, again, for the things we go into for stereotypes of Quebec, these guys do not match that. And But then there's things where they're like, yeah, some of that shit's true. So it's like, <laughs> it's complicated is what we're saying. It's a tap... It's a, it's a, it's a blanket so with, like, different patches. I also want to say about, like, okay, so... Uh, you, um, like... You mean Beignet? He... <laughs> I'm kidding. 
I'm gonna do that with everyone's name ever. And I'm just gonna try to refut like pass the yes, we'll, association. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually come up with nicknames for everybody, not just John Jorgens and Jorgen. Oh, yeah. um, but with him, like you have to understand, like as a francophone person, and like a lot of his answers were pretty pretty good and well put together but like for him he's he's not expecting i don't think they get to Mm -hmm. like know exactly what questions they're gonna get probably because that would be stupid Mm -hmm. um so like he also like with giving those eloquent answers he also you have to imagine not being a whatever your first language is is generally the language you're gonna think in Mm -hmm. more or less so he has to basically translate everything in his head and that's why there was that one where he was struggling he's like oh we have a we have a word for it and i kind of like made up made fun of it a little bit but but that was valid because he has to like find the translation in his head when he's talking so he's at least really good at speaking and that's interesting i mean like like i said it doesn't matter to us over here at all because Mm -hmm. we don't we're not gonna have a block quebecois candidate that we're gonna vote for (laughs) well i mailed my vote today i voted for the block i wrote them in (laughs) i want want quebec to separate from canada it it doesn't work if there isn't a candidate though i'm I'm, I'm just making kidding i wrote i wrote gummy bear i wrote gummy bear on the writing Thank you. Yeah, I like. I was gonna say, but I hope you voted for me. I did vote. For However, you. that's one thing that I like to try and remind people every time there's an election is that um, you're not really like okay. So yeah, in a sense, you're voting for the outcome will be the the prime minister at the end. Mm. But but in a sense, you're also voting for who is going, what person in your is going to represent your area in the house, who you're gonna give that seat to to represent your area to whoever the prime minister is, whether or not they're in the same party. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more important. I agree. And now that's where, that's one of the things that Canada, I think does better than the U S in there. Cause the U S the system is more winner take all by state where Canada, there's a little bit more of like, yeah, people in your writings, they're going to know more of what your life is like in that area. Right. And they might not always vote with the party because of how they are. Right. Exactly. So then that's, that's a very valid point. And I just want to go. So I'm just not, I don't seem like I'm just creeping on, um, Blanchett, but, or Yves Blanchett, but essentially like, I agree with you that he's, I think he is a good speaker and I watched more of the debate than you did. And yeah, there was a few times when he didn't quite have the word, which I, again, I give him credit for because like he, he speaks more languages than me. I'm not going to shit on that. <laughs> and he speaks English better than I can French. I thought his name was Benier for Christ's sakes. But I will say with him that if I think, okay, so I think if he was not rah-rah defend Quebec, I think he'd be a libertarian, essentially. I think he'd be a good libertarian, too, actually. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the things he said, if you take the word Quebec out of there, they're all kind of libertarian things. They're kind of, you know what I mean? Like, semi, what's the word? Like, kind of French Enlightenment, like, secularism from everything. Let's have no... Let's have no religion of any kind because it's all bad, and we all we're all atheists, you know, so to speak. And it's not; like it's a different kind of it's a different kind of secularism from in politics. I find, and that's the thing again, think for a different day. But I didn't dislike him, and I was like, again, there were a couple things where again he reversed words, where I was like, I think he's trying to make it sound deeper than it is. Interrupting the Green Party lady again. Well, oh yeah, well that was well she called him on that because she he didn't have a response for that because she kind of owned him on that. She was badass with that. It's like one. boom. I, love I am talking. Excuse sir. me, my turn isn't over. Loved it. I loved it. It wasn't rude. It was just to the point. Like no, not having this right now. Yeah, and that was and that, uh, no, that was that was well. She handled it well. Yeah, so I know that's what I mean though. Again, like I don't like and again I, pro- I probably wouldn't agree with him on a lot of things, but he does seem more of like he probably yeah he's, he's like a yeah he seems like he'd be a solid libertarian and not. 
Who's that libertarian that didn't get invited? I forgot his name because he's not part of that. He didn't get invited to the debate. So, uh, Maxi. Uh, anyway, Maxi though. Maxi Pad. Maxi Pad. Because <laughs> he's on the right. We can say, we can say that in is like that, a French it, accent, Maxi Pad or whatever. Well, so is that because he's emotional and kind of sensitive and being very aggressive? That's a f- I think he's in BC right now, actually, which is funny. Oh, man. I think... Uh, well, I gotta say, too, about the thing. Did you, did you see the thing about him getting egged? Yeah. No, I sent that to you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know you sent that to me. Oh, because, like, Trudeau got rock, gravel thrown at him. Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> Again. I don't agree with any of this stuff, but it's also <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, though. Yeah, anyway. That, that was just all I had to say about that, though, so... He's, uh, yeah, no, I think I think he does come off like a libertarian. If you just swap out the word Quebec with, like, just a, a general value, then it's, like, it kind of lines up pretty well. Mm-hmm. But he's pro-Quebec because he's in Quebec, and those are his votes, so it's like, he, he knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts, though, before we cut this off, though? Oh, yeah, we got to say, though, quickly when our next episode will be up. Uh, well, he... quickly, I didn't get to mention that Singh... Oh, go for it. His... I mean, he was definitely, like, I feel like he was tunnel-visioned a little bit, mm. where he would just be, like, all of his answers, all of his, in, not the, op- in the open debate, I thought he was great, but then in his just, like, individual answers, he'd be like, well, this is what we're gonna do, unlike Trudeau's government, every single time, which was, like, a little bit of an eye roll. Yeah, he did do that a lot, but that's kind of, that's the NDP's main, so, okay, here's the funny thing, actually, I always thought about this, is that... The liberals' enemy is always the conservatives because they're more right than the liberals. And the NDP's main enemy is liberals because they're more right than the <laughs> NDP. And so on, right? And that's kind of props to the Green Party. The Green Party doesn't point fingers and be like, look at the NDP, they're more right than we are. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just, that's always been the theme of Canadian politics to me, right? So it's all that's anti. True, yeah. Canada is like, Canada has right wing people, but it's always like right leaning left and depending, and it doesn't line up with other countries on earth. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to I just want to shoot and horn that in there. I'm I had fun watching it though. Like honestly, it's oh, I I felt it was mostly hilarious cuz it's just a gong show. It was. I again, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyway though, but before we wrap this up, I'm going to say so for our next episode. So, we're going to take a week off. Oh shit, got to pull up the calendar here. But essentially that our next episode will be so this episode will be out on the 13th of September. We're going to be off for the 20th. And then we're going to have the next main episode for CPC on the 27th, which is like one less than September. But then right away in October, we'll have a new late and game review up. And I'll hopefully have beaten yeah. Final Fantasy VII by then. School just really got me this term. And I got some funny shit. That's kind of what I'm going to be learning this term. That's going to be hilarious to talk about and break down. And let's go to school with kid. Yeah, a little bit of a transition period. So Yeah. Plus, well, I also have to go to weddings weekend and a bunch of shit. Like, there's a, there's a few oh, yeah. things happening that are just kind of like, I just need the, we need the extra time. So, thank you for anybody listening, though. We appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. Transition the- now to Calvin's Kitchen. I saw from shoveling all day. Captain's Kitchen, Rice Krispie Squares, ending segment. Holy shit, we have other stuff to do. So, I perfected Rice Krispie Squares, and I'm so proud to say this. It's an accomplishment that the Rice Krispie Kellogg Corporation, the inventors of cornflakes, in an effort to make kids masturbate less is uh, ultimately (laughs) ineffective. And as just as they've uh, been ineffective in stopping people from masturbating, they've also been ineffective in uh, 
perfecting the Rice Krispie Square. Well, I've done that for them. And you know what? I don't even want their fucking money. I just want acknowledgement. Maybe a plaque. <clears throat> Maybe a statue <laughs> built in my honor. Something Rice Krispie some, statue. Something tasteful. Uh, so the perfect Rice Krispie Square is done through a combination of cereals. And you need to crisscross Kellogg's with General Mills, unfortunately. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> But, Blasphemy. So the most important thing, but here's the thing, cool thing about this recipe, all again being a very basic recipe and very versatile, because you all you need to do this is a saucepan, just like a pot, or and a wooden spoon, and a really you can do anything. Like I did a small bowl. You can do a like a tray. I did, the best thing is like a like one of those rectangle trays, but you can also do it like in a circle pie tray. Like it's super versatile with this shit. Just pick a tray that you want, any kind of tray you want, and you have to just compact the Rice Krispies, Krispies squares. Being compact is very important. Pick any tray you want, though. And I did I did this amount recipe, though, in a, shit, I want to say 9 by 11 rectangle thing, but I might be wrong about that. I'll have to might correction, correction corner that shit. Once you've, oh, sorry, in the time you should have done before this, at the beginning, maybe I can edit this shit, <laughs> is... You need to butter your pan. So take a little bit of extra butter on your hand. I just rub it on your hand. And then butter your external tray that you're going to put the Rice Krispie uh, guck into. I did this in... I did six cups. Starting, You start with six cups of cereal. You can do this with Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. The perfect ones that I created are three cups of Rice Krispies and three cups of Trix. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, it's amazing. They are not just for kids. These are for adults as well who want to <laughs> vicariously live like a child. The important thing with the cereal, though, is the ratio between like marshmallow and cereal. So you get six cups of your cereal, mix it up. Then you get six cups of marshmallows. And I would recommend small marshmallows because they're easier to measure out. Yeah. Um, for volume filling up, but you can do large marshmallows too, but you might do a bit extra if that's the case, just because they don't uh, fill up as much space. So, with little mushrooms, I almost said mushrooms. So, <laughs> you also take six cups of marshmallows, and you can scale this recipe too. You do just the number to whatever the amount is. If it's one cup of Rice Krispies, it's one cup of marshmallows, and so on. Although, making it that small, it, there's no real point to that. But along with this too, you're also going to need to do one tablespoon of butter. I'm sure you can sub out margarine and maybe a little bit more tablespoon for the other thing you have to do here, but just generally in the pot, one tablespoon of butter. So what you have to do is on your saucepan or pot, you put in one tablespoon of butter until it's melted completely, then throw in your marshmallows. Or sorry, I did six tablespoons of six tablespoons of butter until it's completely melted. Throw in your marshmallows, coat them all, because they melt easier if they're all covered in butter, because it like, just kind of stops them from sticking to the bottom of the pot. Scrape the, get your with your wooden spoon, scrape the bottom of the pot until they're completely melted. Once they're fully melted, if you're feeling flavorful, add like a teaspoon, well, okay, for six cups, you do a tablespoon of vanilla extract at the very end of melting the marshmallows. It kind of fucks with it if you do it too, too early because marshmallows are like sugar and they're very touchy, but when you add shit to them when you're melting sugar. Okay. After they're completely melted and you've added in your vanilla extract, you 
toss in your cereal and stir vigorously with your wooden spoon because as soon as you throw your cereal in it's going to cool everything down immensely and make your sugar a lot less malleable mm-hmm. so you really need to stir and get it as evenly coated as fast as you can so aggressive so seriously use the hand that you touch yourself with to get like that extra muscle in. <laughs> when you're scraping rice krispies uh get it all out of the pot after it's thoroughly mixed spread it into your butter tray and then compact it down as best you can. And it sticks. So the problem with those, when you're using your um, spoon, it sticks like shit to a blanket, as my father would say. <laughs> so it's the best way to get it completely off, honestly, is take a bit of butter, rub it on your hands, and then you just scrape it off with your hands and it won't actually stick to your hands. Then you can press them down to compact them really well. So they're not because Rice Krispie Squares stick together better if they're more compact. So you just butter your hands and press down. Um, and let them cool. And it shouldn't be so hot that it'll burn your hands. You might have to just, like, touch on and off. Like, don't jam your entire hand in there like an idiot. But just, like, scrape it all into the pan and press down. Just, like, tap, 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 tap. Then let it set for a few hours. Like, you can eat them kind of hot and gooey, too, which is kind of dope sometimes if you're, like, feeling tricky. <laughs> However, it's much best if you just let it, like, cool completely because it'll be more uh, stick together. And... The best part about this is that it lasts a couple days. Like, the problem is that if you use... It has, like, you want it to have, like, a bit of a gooey texture, but not too gooey, because that's kind of weird. And the thing with marshmallows, and that's what I almost said earlier, is, in your Rice Krispie Squares, is that the more you use, the gooier they will stay for longer. So, like, if you use half the amount of marshmallows, I said, they will be hard by tomorrow. And kind of more, like... And you can actually do a cool thing with that, too, as a separate thing. If you want to do with less marshmallows and have, like, crispy stuff, you do half the amount of marshmallows... And then once it's hard, you cut it into little chunks, like squares, because it cuts really well, because it's like a hard brick, and it's like popcorn. And you have popcorn Rice Krispies, which is dope. Oh, interesting. So it's a fun way to do it, too, if you want to use less marshmallows. But if you want, like, the gooey bar to bite into, I recommend doing a one-to-one ratio with cereal to marshmallows. And it'll be it'll last for, like, four or five days. Just saran wrap it. You can leave it at room temperature. It's totally fine. Don't leave it for hours in the sun for two weeks because then it'll go bad and then you might get sick and i will not take responsibility for that but fuck <laughs> I, like under a week is fine if you're don't if you're not ass hat about it no moisture in there but that was i thought that was just a really important recipe to touch on quickly as uh in captain's kitchen because it's a really basic one that you can do with just three things you just need three things to measure out your cereal a pot and a wooden spoon so then you start up, melt, melt your basic sugar shit. These are all very few ingredients, so most people can do this. And sorry, I just thought that was a good nice. beginning thing. And I know I'm not very prepared this week because I kind of, again, I had a whole bunch it's of okay. feelings. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah. That's not how I do I just waste a bunch of time rambling about nonsense. <laughs> well, thank you for listening this week on Captain's Kitchen and Canadian Pirate Cast. Is there anything you'd like to close on, Gummy Bear? No, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And, uh, shit, I don't know when the next episode will be, but maybe we'll talk about video games. I'm almost done Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> the new one. Almost. Yeah. We'll see you when you, we see you. Yeah, 2,000 hours later, I finished Octopath Traveler. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, didn't even get an achievement. <laughs> All right, take care. Hi, everyone, have a good night. Don't so be afraid, be aware, be kind to each other and whatnot. In a couple of fights, you were nearly blinded. Yelling at the wind won't do much good. Thanks again to anyone who listened to our podcast. We appreciate your attention. 
please reach out to us on our Canadian PirateCast email, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Like, sub, share, you know the drill. We love it when people reach out with comments or feedback. We also have personal social media accounts if you want another meaningless Facebook friend or a silly Instagram account to follow. Be good to yourself. And take care of each other. Bye. Bye.